Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome, everybody, to episode 19 of the Phone Buzz Podcast, recorded January 7th of 2020. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the episode. We've got a great show for you tonight. Samsung shows off its new balls. <laughs> Ricky Gervais roasts Apple, and HTC takes a fall from grace. My name is Evan Krause. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How are you, man? I'm good. Good. And, uh, of course, Christian Crawford. hey How you doing? Good as always. Good, good. I'm excited for this episode. I am. Last week, was, uh, last week was a little rough. Last week was a little rough. Um, uh, we moved in. Well, Zach and Evan <laughs> moved into a new place. Let me put it that way. Um, even though I stay here every ni- other night. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> He's practically moved in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we had some... Um, some audio difficulties. We had to adjust the gain and adjust kind of the setup we got going, but hopefully it's all fixed now. So thanks for bearing with us last week, and uh, we'll have a longer, better episode for you this time. So. I'm excited. I'm yes. Excited. Yes. <laughs> yes. Zach says it was, yes. A, it was a short episode. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any uh, interesting things to share this week? So I see Zach's put the iP- an iPad lady there. I don't know. Do you want to go into that first? Because I feel like mine might. I feel like, yeah, you should start, because I think his is going to be a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah. Is yours is yours an angry story? Yes. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I've got one. <laughs> I, hey, that's what my iPad story is, too. <laughs> so this uh, this lady came in, uh, I guess, what was it? It would have been Monday when she came in and see me, but she originally started... Oh, no, Saturday. Mm. She came in Saturday originally, and uh, she sat down with another worker of ours, and she had uh so their ipad she's like i can't get past this screen and our other co-worker got it taken care of and then she came back the next day sunday morning where he didn't work that day mm-hmm. and it couldn't get past the screen where it was like waiting for activation with the spinning circle ah. and so our other co-worker got it taken care of got her fixed up and everything and then she left and then sunday morning she came back uh he didn't work that day and I was there, and she was like, yeah, I was in here yesterday, and I explained all this. And I was like, okay. I'm like, so what's going on? She goes, well, it's uh, it's the same thing. It's at this uh, mm. activation lock screen. Real quick, what carrier is this for? It was for AT&T. Okay, okay. I was going to ask if it was for Verizon. Because, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that would have been awkward. Oh, boy. Uh, no, it was for it was a lady on AT&T. Okay. And uh, so I did a soft reset on it. And it still went there. I shut it off, took the SIM card out, put it back in. It was still there. So I was like, um, she's. I was like, is there a way uh, I can get the phone numbers to your AT&T account so I can take a look at this? Mm-hmm. She goes, well, I don't know why you need that. The other guy didn't need that for this iPad. I said, I understand, but we could be dealing with a different issue. This is mm-hmm. completely different iPad. Yeah. She goes, I guess, but I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. okay. Okay, so you have two options right now. You can you can leave, you can or leave. we can keep doing what we're doing, and I will get into your account. <laughs> yeah. So I got into her account and all that, and then I notice there is one iPad on the account, but there is not two iPads on the account. Ah. So I said, uh, I said, give me a second here, and uh, it was stuck like in a weird like 
it had a passcode on it, mm-hmm. but it was like in that activation lock setup. So yeah. I was like, okay, give me a second. I looked up the IMEI off the inside of the SIM card slot, mm-hmm. and shocker, this IMEI didn't match with the one on the account. So Oof. I said, you don't have a way to get past this until you reactivate this and reset the iPad. Because yeah. once you have that activation lock and there's no longer surface, it's going to keep trying to read that SIM card every time. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so then she goes, you don't know what you're talking about. I uh, said, you're right, ma'am. I've been here for a year and a half. I deal with <laughs> Apple all the time. I have Apple products at home. I don't know what I'm talking Not to about. Please tell me you actually said that to her, though. Yeah. Not to mention you were the good. AT&T so, rep. Good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't even mention that. Uh, but because we had a- Adam, our assistant manager, sitting Adam. right next to me, and I, Adam. I knew he'd have my back because she was nothing but hostile the whole time. Ugh. Just she's like, "This other guy didn't do this. He didn't do this." And I said, "Ma'am, he didn't have to do this because the other iPad was on the account, so it was just taking the SIM card out, putting it back in, and it working." Yeah. I'm like, "This is different. You don't have this active anymore." Yeah. Well, yes, I do. Then I was like, "You want to come around here real quick?" I said, <laughs> three lines on the account. I have two phones. I have one iPad." You yeah. have two phones and what you think is two iPads on the account. And we got into it, and she goes, where does he work again other than here? And I was like, I told her, uh, I was like, and she said, what's his name? And I told her his name, too. Yeah. He goes, well, I'm going to go there, and he's going to help me. I said, mm-hmm. okay, good luck with that. Have a nice day. This is nope. Mr. Big Boy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so nope. uh, he's going to pound her face in. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, I was, I was like, okay, have a nice day, because I don't know what I'm talking I about. I think it'd be like, I think you forgot how big the man is and uh, <laughs> yeah. what he looks like. Cause good luck. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, I was so mad. Cause like from the moment she sat down, not only that, but like when I was like trying to like go through like what was actually going on and all that, like yeah. she was instantly hostile. She goes, "Well, he did this, this, and this. Well, he didn't do this. He didn't do this." So I didn't know what I was doing because I didn't use the same exact steps he used. Of course used. not. I, I really uh, hope I can't wait until he works so I can ask to see if she actually went there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I wouldn't. Put I want to know too now. Ah oh, <laughs> man, we should we should text him. For sure. For for people that don't know who he's talking about, we're not going to release his name. The man is about what six 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 seven yeah. six eight. Yeah. yeah. Massive man, probably very you know higher end of two hundreds. Yeah. Of oh, pure oh, muscle. Three I, what three hundred? He probably I mean, he was probably towing that line around. Yeah. Yeah, he's towing the he line big. at 300, he but he's muscle. It's yeah. not fat. It's no. pure muscle. The man could crush either <laughs> either of us or all three of us at the same time. Oh, definitely so, all three of us. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> all right. So there's uh, – He for sure could. Yeah. There's there's my rant for the work week. Uh, <laughs> Christian, you want to so, start yours? Yeah, I've, I've gone over this story like four times, and it still angers me every time I talk about it. Because so, you wouldn't talk about it at work, right? Huh? You didn't. You said you're gonna wait till the podcast, right? Yeah, I was okay, like, cool. I'm not even gonna tell you what guys. What's I going think on. I ranted about my lady to you guys, and yes. Christian was like, "Nope, I'm just gonna wait." Because I originally yeah, yeah. said, "No, That's I'm right. gonna wait," and then yeah. I, I couldn't wait. So uh, one of our coworkers, um, he doesn't work in mobile. He works on front end. Actually, uh, his wife works with us too. But, anyways, he he was just trying to cancel two lines on his Verizon Ooh, account, and so he had gone into a Verizon corporate store, which is actually really close to our location like December 13th, like it's notated on the account. That's when he visited. And the store manager straight up told him, you can't cancel lines here, even though he 100% can. The reason they didn't do that though is because they get dinged and it hurts because they actually make like um, commission. So really? it, it hurts their commission check. So Verizon still can. Yeah, in store. So the last thing I heard, because I was like being a rep and everything, yeah. I heard that they couldn't because every carrier has retention teams you have to run through now. Basically, like a last line of defense to try to save the line. 
so you have to call in is what I knew last, but I mean I could still be wrong. I I don't know. Either way, like I don't know. You, you shouldn't just tell somebody to leave. Yeah, they were the steps. Then you take. Yeah, he was like, yeah, we waited in the store for like an hour just to get told like, no, you straight up can't do this. Even though he had canceled lines there previously, um, like a year ago. So yeah, maybe mm-hmm. the policy did change, but yeah. it was just the way he described it. It was a dickish interaction. It was not helpful at all. That sounds so like anyways, a carrier store. Yeah. So he had tried calling in like three or four more times and they've been on hold for like 45 minutes with Verizon. And so he came up to me. He's like, Hey, I just need to cancel these lines. I just need, just need to get this done. I was like, okay, no problem. I can do this. And so I call up, um, NSS cause we can't cancel through our system. We have to cancel it through our sales support system. So I called up Verizon. I kind of explained what was going on with the guy and he's like, okay, I know issue. I can do this. And I was like, all right, this is going to be like a 10-minute call, like one of the better ones I've ever had. And uh, so he comes back after being on, hold, being on hold for a couple minutes, and he's like, okay, so lines were canceled. Uh, he's going to have 30 days until they actually get fully canceled, so it's still going to be on his on his account. And I was like, what? Huh? Like, yeah, they cancel 30 days out unless there's like a death in the family or somebody gets deployed for military. And uh, so it, it, that's not a big deal. Like, that's whatever. It's their policy. But I explained to the guy, I was like, here's the issue. He tried to get this done like two weeks ago and he tried to get it done over the phone with you guys. And like nobody was helpful. Everybody put him on hold. Everybody made him wait for all this time. And the store manager like was completely unhelpful. So did like, did the lines roll over into a new billing cycle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So he was basically paying for two extra months when he should only be paying for one. And so I explained the issue to the guy and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry about that. There's really nothing we can do about it. I was like, okay, well. We're, at this point, we're looking to just get like prorated back to what it would have been on the 13th had they been canceled that actual day. And he's like, yeah, no, we can't do that. And I was like, okay, can you get me through to a supervisor or somebody that has like the authority to issue bill credits? And he's like, yeah, they're going to tell you the same thing I told you like just now. And I was like, I then understand that. <laughs> like, I'm not going to argue with you. We're not going to get anywhere. Just put me through to a supervisor. And he's like, yeah, so I go on break in like four minutes, and uh, I don't want to sit here on hold, and like we're really busy, so a supervisor's not going to get with you. And I was like, I understand, just do it anyways. And so he put me on hold for about fifteen minutes, and every every now and then he would like kind of chime in and be like, Hey, I'm still with you. Uh, they're going to say the same thing. I just don't want you waiting on the line for no reason because I have to be here past when I'm supposed to be on break. And I was like, Cool, just just do it. And uh, eventually he comes back and he's like. Yeah, so they're not going to be able to get to you tonight. Uh, you're going to have to call back in the morning. And I was pissed at that point because I had been on hold for like 45 minutes already. And I was like, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, I just need to get these bill credits done, and you're not helping me whatsoever. And he's like, you are being stubborn. You're being stupid. You're going to have to call back. And I was <laughs> at that point, I, like, he put me on hold again, and I think I called him a cock after the line already ended and canceled. So, like, it never went through to him. And then uh, two minutes later, he hung up on me. Yeah. So sounds about right. <laughs> I was pretty heated at that moment. <laughs> I was not happy. I'm still heated about it. Just thinking about it. I got heated too because I I hate that too. I'm like, just get me to a supervisor. Somebody who can actually do something. Like, we're going to tell you the same thing. It's like that's fine. Yeah. Let him let let I'll, them tell me that. In Please, this case, yeah. I'll hear it twice. Yeah. Just like, to be told from someone yeah. else. <laughs> the other thing too is he told me he's like, yeah. So we can't do bill credits. I don't know why you think that, but because uh, I've had it done in the past. That's yeah. Why. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> I know you guys can do bill credits for sure. So I don't know why you're not just handling this and i told him i was like dude i i didn't say this but i really wanted to i'd be like i don't know if you're being willfully stupid or if this is your first day but that's not how it works like i know for a fact i can get bill credits from one of your supervisors you know why because i've done it about three or four times all right you ready to go on to uh fake news the phone buzz fake news it's everybody's favorite segment well it's my favorite segment (laughs) this one's titled samsung's got balls (laughs) 
So every year, the titans of tech gather in Las Vegas to whip out their shiniest, most exciting tech to measure against everyone else. I pick those words very carefully. And every year, we get a mix of products that push the limits of what we thought was possible. Sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. But this year, one thing is for certain. Samsung's got balls. Balls. On stage at CES this week, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, Samsung unveiled its new softball-sized personal robot, dubbed Sphero, uh, built with the latest in artificial intelligence technology. Samsung showed off a video highlighting the ways Sphero will make your life easier, including spill and mess detection, allowing it to call on a Samsung smart vacuum. Uh, also, automatic playtime mode when it detects pets are near to prevent any damage to the unit. And if you didn't feel comfortable with the amount of cameras in your home, get ready. Because Sphero comes equipped with cameras and sensors to recognize your face and keep track of your every move, even recognizing when you're away from home so it can play guard dog and alert you to intruders. It also comes in various hues so you can have blue balls at all times. And it looks like a scrotum. Samsung was sparse <laughs> on further details but says the robot assistant will launch for $499. Okay, real quickly before we start this. Yeah. Uh, this reminded me of a video I saw on Twitter the other day. The other day. And uh, it was like this, I don't know, I guess like on campus they have like robots on like certain campuses that like roll around and patrol. Uh-huh. And it was stuck. And then a guy like picked it up and moved it. And he, the it started like acting like it was rolling away. Then it backed up and looked at him and goes, Thank you. And just drives away. That's crazy. It what? Was, it was like creepy but cool at the same time. Uh, I have to show you guys when the show's over. But yeah, it was like so cool and like it was freaky at the same time thank though. Because like it knew it was stuck. It knew somebody helped it and it thanked him. <laughs> that's, that's really weird actually. That's yeah, much. that's hilarious. All right. Anyways, back to the... <laughs> back to the fake news anyways uh what do you guys got what's fake what's the fake news and what's the real news for some reason i feel I like mean, it's not 4.99 what do you think it is 7.50 2.99 i feel bad because i'm lying to you guys they oh, actually don't have any pricing available for uh, it yet yeah okay so i was technically right oh for one oh for one also i'll give you 0.5 out of one i bet it can't be sphero right why because there's already sphero there'd be a copyright sphero what the like uh, the like the little Star Wars guy that moves around. He's like that's what it's called. I thought it was BB-8. He's a Sphero is a company, and BB-8 is because it's BB-8. Like bb 8 the Star Wars guy, but Sphero's the company that made it. Something tells yes. me it's like in the movie. No, the <laughs> little toy. I, I feel like that's not oh. the company. <laughs> oh, something tells me like that's a different oh. brand. Well, you are correct. That is not the name of the product. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing when I was writing that. Uh, you guys want to hear? Can you guess what the actual name is? Uh, I have no It's clue. dumber than you think it is. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. They, Samsung Assistant. No, it's called Bali. Uh, <laughs> Wally. B A L E. I hate this. Why did they not jump on that? <laughs> uh, okay, okay, so you're uh, one and a half for two. What else do you got? Oh, so I feel like I it's not the size of a softball. Are you giving him the half? Yeah, I'm giving him half. Okay. Because yeah. it, yeah. it was like a pretty deceptive lie. Yeah. Um, it is like, the size of a softball, actually. It's like no. it's like softball size is what I'm putting up right now. <laughs> <laughs> for all you, you visual audio people. I mean, I don't know. I'm a, uh, does it really play guard dog? Um, it so it actually kind of does. Um, they what? they showed off a video where like when the lady left home, 
it would go around the apartment and just do shit. Like, it would just be like, oh, duh. Like, oh, need to clean the kitchen? Yeah, it'd be like, oh, the dog's fine. Like, it, it just had a camera on it, so you can, like, like remote into it, kind of huh. see what's going on in your home. I feel like oh, playtime. I need to take out the trash? Oh. Done. <laughs> playtime mode isn't automatic? Uh, you're half right. Half right? There's no playtime mode. That is correct. There is okay. no playtime mode. So when I was watching the reveal video, uh, it, it looks like a tennis ball. And I think they even said that on stage. And like the video they showed was with a dog next to huh. it. And the dog didn't pick it up or try to screw with it or anything. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that they don't expect dogs to pick it up. Give that five seconds my house it's destroyed. Yeah, Absolutely. bear would destroy that thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Any, so, 99% of dogs would destroy that thing. 100%. I'll show you guys a picture of it actually. Uh, we'll post it on the Twitter because you gotta see it. It looks it's. it's Does it actually crazy. look like a scrotum? Because we just kind of. I'm, I'm assuming uh, it kind of does. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> with the ridges. <laughs> <laughs> and we have nailed the explicit tag. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a kid. <laughs> it's got like this thicker like vein on it. I don't know. Uh, it's like a nutsack. <laughs> They assume we were done with the episode, so I just had to get your well that like segment. So, uh, but yeah, there's like a ca- there's like a camera and a sensor on it. So uh, absolutely, if a dog gets a hold of that, it will crush. That, that looks thing. like I mean, a it looks ball. like a tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really cool. Oh, so it, like, oh my god, I didn't what? see the second set of ridges until it was like at a side angle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's kind of like when you get cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> is that all the uh the fake stuff uh let me go back to it real quick oh my god um <laughs> let's see sphero blah 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 detects things nearby uh yeah that's pretty much it uh good job boys i think you got three and nice. a half out of four nice that's pretty pretty solid effort nice. um one thing that what it wasn't fake but i wanted to go over it again um, so the spill and mess detection is pretty cool. So when the lady left the home, the dog, of course, being a freaking dog, it like spilled a bunch of things on the floor. And so the, the little ball just like wheels over to it, like BB-8 style. And it looks at it. It looks at the dog. It looks back. Said, thank you. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it calls the Samsung smart vacuum over to it. And it just what? Like, like sweeps it up. It's cool. So like, the ball this. is just a guide for the vacuum? Yeah. It basically like, like directs, it, like, directs cool. things. That's what do you stupid. mean that's stupid? That's cool. Well, it's it's I don't know because it's your unneeded. Samsung already it already does that like it'll oh. leave the home and run a course like you'll already see it like why do I need a ball like <laughs> true to do like that? look hey because it's fun hey come come here hey yeah <laughs> you missed it hey, right here it, please right here right nope right there all right so when they revealed it on stage the guy walked out and the ball was like following him at like a like a comfortable disc it wasn't he tripped over it so yeah that's the, it wasn't close enough to where like you would accidentally step on it oh. but you definitely will at some point. Um, but yeah, and then like he, he, uh, knelt down. <laughs> Sorry. I had a stroke there. <laughs> this is a good episode. <laughs> he knelt down and he was like, come here, Bali. And it like rolled over to him and made this cute little noise. And he just like picked it up. Oh, yeah. Nice. We're going to have to watch that video. After this. this is for people that have cats as companions. Not like going to have something that simulates a dog. <laughs> <laughs> something that responds to your calls. Yeah. Don't just glare at you like you're an idiot. <laughs> oh my god that's good speaking of balls did you guys see Richard Gervais's Golden Globe speech I did not at all I, I saw parts of it uh, I said this uh, to you before the show yeah I spent most of it at a bar drinking <laughs> and watching it with subtitles so, so no I was not, not remember. 
So most of it, he doesn't talk about tech, obviously. He's talking about movies in Hollywood. Uh, but he absolutely roasted everybody. Like, he, he brought up Jeffrey Epstein at one point. Like, it was, it was a really funny, really good speech. If you haven't seen it, uh, watch it. But we're going to play a clip for you here where he's talking directly about Apple. Because Tim Cook was actually in attendance because they just launched Apple TV. Um, so, so, yeah, we're going to play that clip real quick. Oh, Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. So... So, so yeah, he straight up was like, uh, like... Like, everybody's going to get up here like, and, and talk about how great they are. And then Apple also runs sweatshops in China. <laughs> Just, like, on stage, on NBC, roasting Apple about sweatshops. I don't know. thought that was a funny little thing. How did he week. take it, though? Uh, so he's, he stares at the camera and just, like, absolutely motionless. And, like, he's getting a little red. And he's like, please stop talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yikes. That was pretty funny, though. Anywho, um, should we get on to the actual first news segment tonight? Let's do it. Let's do it. Once my iPad loads up here. Here we go. So the iPhone SE makes its on-leaks debut. SE2. The SE2. Sorry, my bad. Um, so this is from Talosive Tech on YouTube. It's the video I got it from. So continuing our coverage from a few weeks back, well-known leakster OnLeaks has just come out with the latest on the iPhone SE 2. Hold on. Before we break down this, yeah. Evan, is there still belief it won't have a home button? Yes. Okay, you're an idiot. I'm, no, no, I meant no. I meant no. <laughs> oh. I meant no. Okay. All right. He ran that back pretty quick. <laughs> so just to run down what we predicted and discussed previously, the SE 2 is predicted to mimic the design of the iPhone 8 and therefore the iPhone 6 from back in 2014, if you'd believe it. Um, and that means, yes, Evan, it will have a home button, and it will have Touch ID. Uh, but these new leaks suggest that Apple will pack it with the latest A13 chip, which uh, I believe is the one on the Pro Max series. Um, and then it'll have a slightly thicker chassis to accommodate a larger battery, which I guess means old cases won't work on it. Um, and then also have a frosted glass back finish. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. What? So it's it's going to be thicker than the 8? Yeah. How are they going to do what? what? Yeah. So remember, remember, remember when you talked about in a few episodes ago that they would just like use all of these existing we, iPhone 8 cases mm, or like chassis? No, that was we, one. Of, that was one of my arguments. That, that, that was, was okay. That was right, an argument right. that we had, saying like it would be more like if they had leftover cases in production and all that, they could just roll those out. But the biggest thing was like the leftover screens and home buttons gotcha, that they gotcha, had, gotcha, that okay. was our most valid point. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Although again, I I did predict that it made a lot of sense because of that stuff too and also because because uh, they also already had the machining and the tooling done for it so like I guess that does kind of go against that argument if it is a little bit thicker but hey better battery life like, well like, I wonder like that. how thick it's actually going to be it was like um, how, how thick do you think it is two C's <laughs> so thick mm. um, it's a girthy iPhone <laughs> you know it, 
I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like 0.5 millimeters or like five millimeters thicker, whatever actually makes sense there. The girth phone too. Yeah, the girth. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't it wasn't crazy thicker, but it was like like noticeably bigger. Hmm. Um, and then it's also rumored to start at three ninety nine. So that's pretty dope because the that's iPhone 8, which makes sense because the iPhone 8, like, if you guys have noticed, we've been able to order less and less of them. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're not getting hardly any in stock anymore either. Not it's like, like that, two or they, three at a time versus, like, the 30 we would normally get. Right. For a while, they were, like, up to $150, $200 off, which you never see out of an iPhone sale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like, 5 bucks a month if you start a new line or something, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, a uh, question you guys. Do these new leaks make you more excited for the SE2? No. No. <laughs> Honestly, no. Like I, I don't mean, like bearing in mind that none of you, like neither of you, are the demographic for this phone. And that's why I still say no because <laughs> I'm not prepared to have to sell this phone to said demographic. Right. It. I mean, I think it's going to be one of those things where it kind of wears off. Excuse me. Wears Ooh. off. <laughs> Ooh. It kind of wears off on us. I mean, again, yeah. it's just. I mean, it's going to be pretty easy to sell. I feel like because there are still a lot of people that do come in and do ask for the eight and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just going to be weird to see a phone come back with a home button. I don't yeah. know. Just strange. Yeah, because a, a customer was talking to me. He was like, hey, when's the next iPhone SE coming out? And I was like, what do you like? What have you heard? <laughs> like, nobody's ever asked me about that before. He's like, oh, just I had the SE1. I was wondering if they got an SE2 coming. I was like, well, I mean, nothing's official. But... Are you in luck, most likely? <laughs> Little did you know we actually have a podcast. Uh, it's the Phone Buzz podcast. It's whatever. Anybody still wondering around SE? They don't even know how to use a podcast. Listen to a podcast, start one up. But he was like, or I told him I was like, uh, well, it's all like rumor mill at this point, so I can't confirm anything. But yeah, it's like hopefully they're coming out with a new one soon. And that's when it clicked, and I was I was thinking because he was originally asking for an eight, and that's when it clicked in my mind where I was like, hey, we can't order these, and they're like really running out of stock, so it's probably coming soon because now it'd be about the time frame where they stop like shipping them out to. To retail stores. I'm also interested in what happens to the 10R. It isn't it technically discontinued right now? No, 10R is still active lineup. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that. If it was, and, I feel like if it was discontinued, we wouldn't have it on our table. But that's like, yeah, that's <laughs> the weird thing to think about too, though, because now, like, already in general, I, I've been. It's not hard to sell up the 11 for $100 more than the 10R. Yeah. yeah. And then not only that, but now you have an SE2, which will be a smaller phone. It'll have a home button, so a smaller screen. But it's probably going to have a better battery. Mm-hmm. It already is going to have a better chip in it if it's A13 because the yeah. 10R only has a 12. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it's $200 cheaper. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is gonna, I guess in my mind already. I think I'd rather sell people the SE2 than the 10R. I don't know what your guys No, is. absolutely. Yeah. Because you're going to get new upgraded chips and stuff like that. It's going to, I mean, it's going to function good. It's just not going to have that new look that I feel like a lot of people do desire. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Well, then that's where I'm going to try to sell yeah. you up to 11 like I have been that's already. True. Yeah, that's true. So that kind of got me curious. Like, is it is it the iPhone 11 that has the longest battery life right now? Or is it the Pro, the 10S it's the Max. Pro Max? Yeah, yeah Pro Max. It's the Max. Yeah, 11, the 11 Pro, Max. Pro Max. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's rated as the highest battery. So I wonder with the smaller screen, the LCD panel, that was another thing. It has an LCD panel, not an OLED, obviously, yeah. for cost reasons. Um, right. And with the thicker chassis for the larger battery size, do you think this will outperform yes. the, the 10S Max in terms of battery life? Or 11 Pro, damn it. The 11 yeah, Pro no, Max for battery too. life. I don't. Uh, I think it will. Because, I mean, it's, I it's a so. smaller like footprint. 
even though it's a smaller screen, A13 chip, high efficiency. The I mean, the way I'm projecting it now, I will have to see until we get like it's officially released. We can get all the specs and all that. Right. But obviously. I'm kind of thinking it's gonna have the battery of the 11 and an 8, which is that's the case. The 11's already. But two a, hours away, I think. But then you're mean, putting it, in a less like a phone that takes less power, so yeah, I could easily see it beating. But the it. 11 has a bigger. If anything, I think they might be equivalent because it's a bigger space for a bigger battery in the 11. Because the 11 is a 6.1 inch phone, like yeah. screen size phone. Does even if you brought the bezels out for the iPhone SE 2, it'd probably only be like five point something. But I'm saying, like, you said it's going to go backwards, though. So it's not going to be as long, but it's going to be thicker than the 11. Well, see, part of it, part of it, I don't think they, and again, this is just kind of an opinion, I don't feel like they would push this phone out aiming it to be better than the iPhone 11 Pro. Like, I feel like they, they well, have this. It's not better than the Pro Max. The Pro Max. It's well, not. The that's only thing that's going to beat it would be the battery life. Well, that's it's what I'm saying. It's competing like the, with the markets of Samsung's. A50 and stuff like that. Well, that's that. what I'm saying. Like, it, they, they want, I, I feel like they would want this, the Pro Max, to be that top notch. If you want the best battery life, pooch. <laughs> if you want the best battery life, this is one you have to go with. I don't feel like they're going to make that move to where it's even, not necessarily like even close, but like they're still that top competitor. Of but I just don't think it can. I mean, I, I do agree, but don't you think, I don't, I honestly don't know what way I'm leaning on this. I'm kind of just playing devil, devil's advocate here, but if they're launching an iPhone SE 2, a, they're trying to hit a uh, a price point, mm-hmm. and two, they're uh, trying to get a market and a demographic that really values battery life. Probably, like I'm just from the people we talk to, like battery life is a number one thing for them, and they just want a good camera, not the best camera necessarily, but a good camera yeah. for that phone. Like honestly, if you, from what I've experienced so far, if you come into our store and it, you either say I want the flashiness or I want the battery life. You don't want both, so you're not going to get the flashiness, but you're going to get the battery life. So even if it's comparable to the Pro Max or an hour or two shorter, if it's two hours shorter, it's still the battery life of the 11. Yeah. So it just it's one of those things like kind of like what Christian was saying here. It's almost like if if you're targeting the SE2, you're not looking for the latest and greatest anyway. You're looking for reliability, and this phone is yeah. going to give it to you for a reasonable price. I just I just don't think they would. They could justify having it to be a, a contender for. Why do you have your phone? For the what? Why do you have your phone? Is it for the battery life or is it for the triple camera, the OLED screen, the no home button, the bigger? All of that stuff. But what, what I'm trying to say is like, for yeah. three for three ninety nine, yes, for three ninety nine, <laughs> they're not gonna make it a competitor. Or they sh- there's no way they could justify making a competitor in the battery game. Like they have to be able to scale it down and put it between you know this phone, this phone, and this phone. I don't, look at the A fifty. This isn't a Samsung product. You're, we're, we're talking about apples and oranges here. A Samsung product. No, we're talking about apples and Samsung. Shut up. Stop. Shut up. <laughs> There's a reason, like, those phones work for other people, and this is, like, they're... So why can't Apple get in that marketplace? I know they don't have it's, to. It's not their, it's not their model. Well, here's, so here's an example but... of that, though. Here, uh, take, the, take the Moto G7 Play, or excuse me, the Moto G7 Power versus the Moto G7. Like, the Moto G7 Power, they always advertise it as, like, two-day battery life. And that's battery life is never even brought up on any G7 commercial. It's, it's always like all day battery, which everybody claims. So having a lower, because it's a lower tier phone, like it's not as good objectively overall compared to the G7. Yet I still sell a bunch of them because people go for the battery life. So I don't know if that translates directly to the Apple market. Obviously it doesn't, but 
those there's similar characteristics there. Well, see, again, like we've talked about this in a later podcast. Apple doesn't have to earlier podcast. Whatever. Shut up. Apple doesn't have to like quote unquote conform to like what everyone else is doing. Yes, you're starting to see like all they don't these phones. Have to, but why not? Because they know people are gonna buy them regardless. You're still gonna have those people come in because of the logo on the back, but how they perform. They don't have to worry about certain people getting this, this, and this because they're gonna sell the shit out of them anyway. Okay, yeah. boomer, you're stuck in your ways. Uh, you're just you're, you're mad. I'm right. Uh, ding, ding, ding. You're mad. I'm right. I'm out, ladies. Go. No, I just. <laughs> It's one of those things where, I mean, what what is the number one thing iPhone users complain about? They complain about price point. Also, warm too, beer. And, and they complain about warm beer. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, but, let's be honest. Like, how often do you have customers come in that are like, I'm looking for this phone because it has such a good battery life because my 6S battery sucks ass? True. That They're not coming from a... XS and saying my battery sucks. They're coming from a 6S and saying my yeah. battery sucks and it's why not have they stuck with that 6S so long? Because they don't want to go to your notch. They don't want to have a bigger phone or anything like that. Now you have it's a the price. It's not necessarily that either. It's if you get a 6S, you know it's not performing well. You know it's had battery issues. You had the chance to get a new battery for free and now it's still fifty dollars. You're not doing it. It's I think you're you are honestly stuck in your ways of thinking Apple doesn't have to do it. But what if they want to? What if they want? Because like, that's one thing. How many times do you sell an A50 over an S10? It's because you can. Now we'll have the ability to do the same thing, and Apple can margin margin off a different one instead of saying, "Hey, we're gonna leave you." I just think the the average consumer. There's a reason. The reason they're gonna be buying this phone is not because of battery life. They're gonna be buying it because of the price point. I think you're wrong, and I can't wait to prove it. <laughs> Tell me how many times how many times have you tried to sell an iPhone and been, they've been like, damn, this is really expensive. They're not going to be coming after this phone for the specs. They're going to be coming after this phone for the price point. How many because times? you can finally get a good spec iPhone for under $400. That doesn't happen. $400. Shut up. Add $400. <laughs> they're coming to this phone for this reason. They're not, they're not coming to the phone because of the battery life. Okay, so how many, been, how many people do you have? Hold on. Yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah. I'm sorry. You go, stop. I'm sorry. Uh, you stop. Go ahead. <laughs> How many times do people come in and they're like, I don't want the latest and greatest. Like, I don't need it. I just want battery life. I have that happen all the time. That's why I sell most of my 11s over my Pro Series. Well, yes, it's because they're going for battery life. Now they can go for battery life and they get even cheaper than an 11. How often, though, do you have someone come in and be like, what's the cheapest iPhone you have or do you still have the iPhone 8? I mean, why, I, why do you think they come in for that? That okay. happens as much as I'd say people that want battery life. What if they get both? Then they will. <laughs> That's why I said I can't wait to prove you wrong. I'm just saying most people don't come to this phone or – I mean, gosh. There's so many wrong takes on this phone. Whatever. It's amazing. Whatever. Oh We're over this. Let's <laughs> move on. So <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the face. Well, I have on. some thoughts on that too. I think uh, – I don't know. I think if it's thicker than the iPhone 8, the battery life will be substantially good. I think it will be better than the Pro Max. It will be gooder. I don't know if it's going to be much better, but I think that's going to be one of the selling points for it. Because, um, yeah, they're trying to hit a lower cost. They've, they've, they got the A13 chip. The A13 chip is, good, is going to really improve the efficiency on it. So, yeah, you guys can't see it, but they're throwing darts and throwing <laughs> birds over here. Uh, I got a big old uh, bird for him. I don't know. I'm kind of towing in the middle of the line. Like, I don't know if it'll crush the Pro Max, but I think it'll be better. Hey, like, I, I think it'll have longer hours. Than the Pro Max will. Oh my God! All right, 
Do we even talk about the second question here? <laughs> I think it's so, too late. <laughs> well, I'm gonna pose it. If we, if we don't talk about it, fine. But I I gotta gotta ask. It. So some back on the iPhone SE too. Some outlets are claiming that it'll actually be called the iPhone 9, bridging the gap between iPhone 8 and iPhone Roman numeral 10. Question, stupid or stupendous? I, stupid. I like it better than SE2. <laughs> I, I do as well. I don't think but, it's can great. Can you guys argue again? I'd love it. <laughs> no, I think you're wrong. Yeah, like, you didn't say you liked SE2 better, so it's the first not done take over this phone. <laughs> I hate you. I think SE2 is way better than 9. I don't. I do. I mean, I don't think either are good. I think timeline-wise, it doesn't make sense. Well, the only issue I have with SE2 is the SE was, I don't know, still a cheap, worthless phone. And That's not when you, true. When you look at the know. Samsung A50, I and just, <laughs> I hate. I did not like the SE. I'm glad I didn't have to sell the SE. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like. It. I didn't like it either. I mean, it. It's gonna occupy the same market. Like it's it's the stuff that you guys are just arguing about. I don't. Like, I okay. Now I'm thinking about it more. I like SE two better because I don't have to be like, well, why is it called the nine? That's yeah. what I'm saying. And why did like, they nah. backtrack? iPhone eight and iPhone <laughs> X came out at the same time, and then like two years later, they're like, uh, we actually also got an iPhone nine, and here it is. Here it is. Like that. I'm, gonna have I'm not ready to have that conversation twenty times a day. <laughs> So for my sanity and everybody we work with, I hope they call it SE2 because that makes sense. Then I'm again, they call did, it that regardless. Then again, they did call some phones the 10s and the 10s Max and the 10R. So I don't anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> HTC Mobile is pretty much dead. So Who? this comes from exactly. <laughs> this comes from Android Central. We all remember HTC, right? Clearly not, Zach. Well, <laughs> the company that was once a mobile market share leader and major player, major player, and the Android space is now a shell of its former self, according to their most recent financial report. In the report, the company details a massive drop in profits from a respectable $2 billion in 2017 to a measly $333 million in oh 2019. Gosh. Darn, I would hate to make $333 million. I know, those suck. Uh, which that's actually an 87%. I haven't double checked this. 87% drop off in just two short years, um, and I wrote that down twice because it's impressive. <laughs> when, you, when, <laughs> when you break it down, it turns out that Apple makes more selling AirPods in two weeks' time than oh HTC makes in an entire year. That's wild. Big oof. Oof. Which huge. More impressive than the, like just making more money is like how much money they make off AirPods. Like that that stuck out to me. That's huge. Yeah. So have you guys ever had an HTC phone? Like at all? Yes. Yes, yeah, I, I don't like to admit it, but they, they suckered me into their stupid Windows phone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was a rough time. Not only that, but that was still when two year contracts were alive, so I had to oh, rough that one out. <laughs> yeah. What was, actually, it, what was it like getting picked on at school constantly? It was terrible, actually. <laughs> uh, I didn't have, like, words And then with... you got the phone after that? How was that? It was my phone. It was great. <laughs> like, uh, they started shoving me in lockers. And was... Yeah, but no, I, like, I didn't have words with friends, hanging with friends. The only cool thing about that it... That was his excuse. The, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I don't play. This uh, the only, like, only redeeming factor... Was it was like right when my school went through a merger of you no longer did like 
handwriting papers and things like that. It had to be done in Word documents. Oh, that was probably and, pretty dope. Yeah, and you're in, you're in school, so like everybody here is like, oh no, I gotta get to school early because I need to go to the computer lab to type my paper. I'm like, I'm on the bus, just like, hey, I'm typing my paper on Word. <laughs> it was good. The only flex Windows Mobile ever had. <laughs> Big truth. That was the only cool thing about it. The only time Zach was ever cool. <laughs> then I met Evan and just totem pulled up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your first uh, HTC phone there? Ivanka? Actually, I, I think I was wrong. I think I was wrong. I think I actually had, ah, uh, what was it? I don't think it was an HTC. Oh, yeah, okay. I retract my statement. It was just like a basic Android phone. I know you probably own like six of them. You have you. I've had uh, exactly. Well, I've had one HTC branded phone. That was the one we talked about like weeks and weeks ago. Um, it was the HTC free, One Freestyle or whatever. It was like a, like a feature phone. It was like that weird in-between dumb phone and smartphone. And it was pretty pretty legendary. I loved it. But, yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't a smartphone by any means. Hmm. Um, but I remember the when the One M8 came out, because that was probably HTC's best-selling phone, and there was like a bajillion different variants of it. There was like the Beats version. There was like every carrier had their own version of it. Um, but yeah, HTC was really at the top of their game. That was like 2013, 2014, I think maybe. But, um, I remember a bunch of people around me had it, but, uh, it kind of leads into my next question here. Why do you think HD failed, HTC failed so hard in the premium market? Like they just have never been able to compete with the likes of Samsung and Apple. I just feel like these like major brands like major Samsung brands? and major brands like <laughs> Samsung and Apple, like they're just, everyone just now sees them as the two. And you just don't really, I mean. But why did, why did HTC miss out on that, though? Why do you think? I, like, I know that's kind of before we, like, kind of got into tech, probably, most of us. But I just, part of it is, like, I don't think they, they have. They brand themselves with window phones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They know they've, uh, I don't know, the, the ecosystem surrounding Samsung and then Apple, I feel like it was too strong for them. And I don't think there was ever really that ecosystem where, yeah, you might have had this phone and you were cool, but, like, have you heard about the new AirPods? Have you heard about Samsung? Have you heard you know, a good word? Have you heard a good word? No, like all of these different things like play into it and like they just, they've never had that. Yeah. They've never had that feeling of like, oh, I'm stuck in iCloud, you yeah. know? You know what I mean? Like something like that where like I can't never leave because I'm this. You into it. Right, exactly, exactly. And that's why I feel like Apple and Samsung are doing so good is because there's that feature. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't know if it's my pettiness of this phone, but I do honestly believe that it was... They signed into just using the Windows phones, and that was their operating system. They leaned pretty heavy into it for a while. Yeah, and, that's and a, I, that think, was a I think that was the bad thing. They signed the contract there, and then, like, they – I don't know if they got comfortable or not because I didn't work for them, but yeah. you get comfortable, whereas Samsung created their operating system with the and, and teamed up with Android and everything – and you'd never saw HTC move to that. Apple has their iOS. So like, well, I, they were so always I, behind, and they it, never took that step to get better. HTC did have Android phones. Did they? Um, yeah, they, they, oh. they had a... See, then it's my pettiness of the Windows operating <laughs> system. But, like, that's the thing is, like, the fact that you didn't even know that they had Android phones, that says something about it. It's like they just, they never kind of competed with it. Not only that, but ever since I, I started where we work in the mobile department again, like, if I see HTC phones, which I've seen probably a dozen or so and mm -hmm. the almost year and a half I've worked there again. Um, it's, they've all been the HTC windows phones. So, I mean, they were built to mm -hmm. last, but they're garbage phones with yeah. the operating systems and stuff. But yeah, um, I, I think that's what it was, was they just, 
they like they didn't have like you never heard of HTC and even the price points they were that reasonable price point but they just didn't have enough to stick around because other companies did so much more like yeah. Motorola took steps back fixed their stuff where HTC was like hey let me go for the money and just keep pushing stuff out that's not worth it and I don't know if it's just me not seeing it but like where was the advertising right I don't remember ever seeing any advertisement where like Samsung and Apple. I mean, it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. The, the only time I remember heavy. seeing it is the stupid Windows phone. <laughs> yeah. Sucker Just back to that damn Windows phone. <laughs> no, like, seriously, that is the only time I've seen an HTC commercial. And that's what got me because they were yeah. like talking about how cool it was and everything, being able to pull up Word and all that. And yeah. then like, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And I went into Verizon and I seen the phone, play with it. I liked yeah. it before I knew the operating system sucked and the marketplace sucked. Yeah. Uh, and I was a dummy and I bought the phone. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad right You're now. still dumb I, to this day. I hate this phone. <laughs> no, nothing changed. You hold it. At least I don't have a Windows phone still. Fact. Because I can't. Right. <laughs> uh, no, like, they started releasing a bunch of, like, really high-end premium phones in, like, 2017. And that's whenever, like, the market really started to shift to, like, ultra-premium phones. Like, we started getting $1,000 phones. And HTC tried their hand at it, and they kind of had the same problem Sony did, where they really overpriced their handsets and overvalued it, and just, you had to buy it unlocked because they were no longer offered at carrier stores, and nobody bought them. Um, actually, I have in here, uh, according to that same article, the company claims that this drop is due to its departure from a premium phone market, instead focusing on mid-range devices aimed at the Indian market, which is actually the uh, second biggest market in the world. Um, and then, of course, their popular Vive uh, VR headset. So, um, for follow-up question, do you think the switch to focus on... Did you have a question? Oh, no, we're pointing he to my Vive. Next to you. It's Vive. sitting in the room. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we haven't even hooked it up. I've actually never used a Vive. I've we, know. we know. We went on, We had your rant earlier of how upset you were with us. I am upset with you guys. Uh, so, do you think the switch to focus on VR with a Vive headset is ultimately the right decision. Do you think it's going to pay off? Do you think this is what's going to keep HTC around for a while? Yes. Oh. Oh. Okay. Let's go. Round two. <laughs> All right, Evan. Let's go. Let's, let's get this. on it. What you got? Okay. Whoever so wants to open first. I think care. you like, especially where we work. Think how many times we've been asked about Oculus. Totally different system made by someone else. Yeah. That is made what's driving. Right, yeah. But that's what's driving this market right now. Of like. The, the VR headsets. I, I have never heard someone ask about Vive or, you know, HTC, anything like that. Like, yeah. I only hear people saying, is the new Oculus out? Can I order the Oculus? Is this Oculus? And it's like, that's, you don't see it being sold places. Like, where, I, I don't know of a place you can buy a Vive. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I feel like the... Didn't we the, used to carry it? No. I don't think we did. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so, we ever have. and, I mean, we're going to have to cut this real yeah. quick. Can I say... Like Best Buy, if like, if you're if, speaking if, about the business, yeah. So I'm speaking about business. Not I'm not gonna say where we work. But I'm gonna say like at Best Buy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So one big thing too is Best Buy and Facebook have like a a deal together. That's why we are the exclusive carrier of the portal. Mm -hmm. Same with the Oculus, we're exclusive yeah. carrier of that. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of probably forks the Oculus's way That's to fair. do that. Um, I mean, when I first bought my headset, it was I had to pick between the Vive and the Oculus, mm -hmm. yeah. and the Vive was much, much, much stronger than the Oculus when I first got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now the Oculus 
it's stronger and not stronger in the way. Well, see, uh, I just they're like, more portable and able to be moved a lot, but yeah. the, everything still feels better inside of Vive. I think the issue is it's trying to get that name back out there is where they're kind of struggling. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have to, you have to know your VR, like you have to go into depth and like research your VR and stuff like that to actually realize the vibes around. Like if you, it's kind of the same thing, what we said with the phones, if you're, if you're just watching commercials and all that, you're not going to see, you're not going to see a vibe commercial, but you're going to see an Oculus. So I, right. I only, sorry, go, yeah, launch your, what I was just saying, like, I, I can't, like, roast the Vive, because, one, I've never had it. I've never played with it, and I just have not had that, right, I know it's saying right there, but, like, we haven't pulled it out. But it's, like, I just haven't had that exposure to that, to where I feel like someone who I feel like, I, all three of us are very up on our tech. I just, I haven't heard about it. I, I, I don't know what's a thing until Zach told me he had one. And I feel like that's a huge thing whenever you're trying to reach out to a large, you know, demographic of, like, look, this is a superior product. You need to know about it. You need you need to have it on your shelves, and you need to. I get, again, I know what you mean with the Facebook thing, but I just I, you always just hear about Oculus, Oculus, Oculus. At least you're, for me, you're definitely so. protected when you buy an Oculus. What is that? Right, you're yeah. not. Oh, it's, it's Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm kind of, like I've used these VR headsets. I've actually I've not used Vive, but I've used uh, various VR headsets. Um, so I know a little bit about it, but not super much. Do the Vive and the Oculus use the same games? Like, yes and no. Like, can you get games off of, like, the Steam yes. store? Yes. Yeah, some of them that are Steam, yes, but Oculus has, I'm sure Vive does as well. They have their own, like, platform Oculus games. store? Like Beat Saber and stuff like that. That's on Oculus. Which I don't Facebook know if it's on. Bought. I Okay, that, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah, like, like Oculus, Pavlov, yeah. for example, Pavlov VR, that's on Steam versus like Beat Saber and Super Hot are on Oculus. Okay. And stuff like that. So you can't get those games on? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's the case because again, I've never tried one. I haven't fired mine up in so long. Yeah. I don't know. You got to do it, man. Yeah. I'll pull mine out after I'll, this if you want. Let's my, do it. Let's say not only that, I'll have my desk tomorrow. So. Oh, let's do it. I'm down. So down. So I've actually got some numbers here uh, that were super interesting uh, the first time I read them, and this will shock you. Um, out of all, think about all the different makers of VR headsets. Who mm-hmm. do you think sold the most in 2018? I'm gonna say the Vive. I'm gonna say, I, I kind of want to say the Vive just. To, oh like, wait, no. Say it, but I'm gonna can say. I, you guys are wrong. Hold on, can I say like, uh-huh. uh, like Homedics? No. Okay. Google. No, not Google. Oculus. Nope. Who Vibe. who created the stupid <laughs> cardboard one? That's Google. Google, <laughs> darn. That was that was my only other one. So I don't see. I don't know you're any gonna other say ones. duh after I say this, but the top seller for virtual reality devices in 2018 was don't say Sony. Sony. Oh, I knew you were gonna say Sony. Gosh what? dang it, yeah. that's so dumb. The PlayStation VR one. Yeah, PlayStation uh, VR. Sold, gross. I think Let's, this is in terms of millions. Mm, that makes sense. So Sony sold two million headsets in 2018. This is from Statista. That thing better have got better because that thing was garbage I heard when it first was launched. Trash. So uh, my roommate actually Denton, he was on the show. I can say his name. Um, we got a we used a VR headset, uh, the PSVR. Um, I think it was like it was like in the middle of the year last year. Uh, but we bought one and uh, it actually worked fairly well like we didn't play many different games with it. beat saber was the main one because that's my favorite game on vr um but it actually worked fairly well and we actually played the uh what's what's the horror game um resident evil yeah there, well there's resident evil and then they also launched until dawn 
Yeah, it wasn't, Ooh, it wasn't until was good. Dawn. Then, yeah, it would have been Resident Evil. That is terrifying in VR. Any horror game is just absolutely terrifying. Like, it's, a, it's a different level. I have a, Do you have one on I have your a vibe? zombie game on my vibe. Oh, we, need to, we, okay, we need to pull that out. I mean, we can fire it up. It's such a good party game, though, to like have one person just get freaked out and everybody else watching them. Like, I'm, I'm down Big to play facts. Bet. Does that plug into your P- PC or is it PS4? Does it plug into my P? No, no it does plug into your PP or <laughs> PC? Yeah, no, uh, it, it plugs into the PlayStation. <laughs> that one does? No, it plugs into oh, my PC. Oh, I thought you meant the, oh, okay. the PSVR. I'm like, do I really have to say this? Yeah. No, yeah, no, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That saddens me, though. That does. Yeah, Sony sold 2 million units in 2018. They're projected to sell 2.2 million this year. Um, Oculus, Facebook, uh, they sold... 900,000 units in 2018, and the Vive HTC sold uh, 6 million. Or, excuse me, sorry, not 6 million. 600,000. So I was like, damn. They're pretty close. It's projected that this year, because there's not official numbers yet, numbers yet for 20, sorry, uh, numbers yet for 2019, um, at least as of this recording, but it was projected that in 2019, Oculus would sell more than double. Hmm. what the vibe sold yeah that doesn't surprise me i just like with that new uncorded one that changes the game well, the quest not the thing's only dope. I've, the thing is i've used that so quite cool. a bit actually. not only that so but cool. like the minimum requirements so it's like it's that weird merger where i think oculus i mean oculus the vibe is going to try to find themselves in the premium vr and unlike the phones they're not going to try to like the phones didn't move to premium they still mid they stay mid-tier i think the vibe's going to try to go premium and not go mid-tier like that one is yeah. I think another thing that hurts them, they're not exclusive. Like, you can have uh, you can have people walk, like I said, Best Buy is the exclusive person, mm-hmm. uh, seller when it comes to that kind of, kind of stuff. And they also sell, like, cheaper pre-built PCs. So yeah. you can come in, you get a pre-built PC, and your Oculus right there when you walk in the store, where you can't do that with a Vive. That's so true. Mm-hmm. that'll definitely help Oculus. And, yeah, like you said alone, the the portable one's so much nicer. I mean, I my Vive... It it's you're corded. You still get a good room, but it, like I think that where it excels is the sensors. Yeah. I actually have two sensors that will build and map a room hmm. for you. Which so is really nice. have you guys used the Oculus Quest at all? I have the new one. Yeah. No. So it's got insight. I, I'm kind of shooting from the hip here, um, but it's got inside out tracking, which means it doesn't require any sensor setup, and it kind of like builds a guardian around well, you, see, like a safe yeah. space. That's where it this works one does really well. That's what the one I have does, but it's like it will let you choose the floor and you put the thing on the floor and then you draw a space is it the you, rift yes it's yeah. the it's the but but the that better requires like cameras on the in the room doesn't no it? no the it's rift. all in the headset yeah, it's, in the headset. it's the, is it wired it's the, yes it's the one where it connects to your pc but that's it so your okay. hand things are wireless and so it lets you draw out a space and when you step like the guardian yeah and when you step out of it you see pass through and yeah, you see the room yeah, yeah. Yep. So but the, it's like you're just connected to the head. That's the quest it. does something. Uh, I don't know if I'd like that. It's not that bad. It works really well. We'll pull it out. The quest. <laughs> just whip it out. <laughs> the the quest works just like that, but it's not tethered to a PC. Right, so it's yep. literally just a self-contained unit, and it starts at I think four hundred. I thought it was three ninety nine. Three ninety. Well, four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it starts at four hundred dollars, and um, again, it, the tracking works really well. Like um, my friend Kenneth, who actually he works at uh, uh, Best Buy with us, but nope. Well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you said he works at Best Buy with us. Oh, we'll cut it out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so one of our coworkers also has it, and he's let me use it quite a bit. Um, and it's not it like it it works just as well as the Rift, which I've actually used a couple times too. Um, but it doesn't cut out nearly as much. Like the tracking works really well. Cut cuts out maybe once every hour of usage. 
Um, but I think the <laughs> first company, and hopefully HTC does this, to make a high-powered portable headset like the Quest, but at two hundred dollars, that's going to be a killer. That will be. That That'll will sell, sell a lot. A lot. Yeah. See the uh, see a couple of things like that really interest me with the the one Kenneth got. Um, it's like I know just by pulling my uh, headset out just the other day, it had me do updates, but it was like through the computer. I wonder what that's like. Is it like just server based? I think so. The other thing too, the really cool thing about the the Oculus Quest is you can plug it into a computer and utilize the power of the computer oh. and just use the headset as kind of a pass through. So it has like. You can do a lot of games when it's not connected, like Beat Saber and like the more popular ones. But whenever you want to play something like Pavlov, you can connect it to the computer yeah. and utilize the GPU on the computer. I was gonna say because surely you can't like play a lot of those high intense games right. without a computer. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is the moment you can do something like that, which is why uh, you might Game be saying over. like, "Hey, the Oculus Go starts at 199, but it doesn't have that inside out tracking nearly as well as the Quest." So. First time you can play like Pavlov on a two hundred dollar headset that's completely wireless. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna start the next step. Because I will say playing Pavlov on this one sucks. Does it? Because you're you spin and you turn and you like look around and it yeah. ca- you catch on those wires. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like moving and the wires are like moving with you. Yeah. And so you just start spinning. I don't yeah. know. I guess. I mean, because my vibe's the same way, but yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe. I got so used to it. Like you, you definitely gain court awareness. Yeah, for sure. That's like, that sounds weird. That's, to a, that's say, a good way but, of putting it. Yeah. But yeah, like you, you're just aware of like you know whether you're gonna get yourself tangled or not. But and see, like I just, I at that point, like I hadn't played the game long enough, you know, to yeah get that part. It's just at the at the beginning of the yeah the game. It's it's strange. Which I'm really excited to play Boneworks. Which have you guys seen videos of that? Mm-hmm. So it's it's sold more in the same amount of time than Beat Saber. Uh, which is like the most popular game for VR headsets, um, but it looks super cool. Like the physics are like spot on. Um, it's it's a gun game, and like all the reviews and all, everything I've seen from it said it's like the best VR game ever made so far. So hmm. interesting. It's only like thirty bucks or something. Hmm. So. Nice. Thanks everyone for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. Shows brought to you by three guys to sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's PH One B U Z Z, and give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcasts. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.